2: All right, welcome back on this Buffalo Victory Monday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you as the Bills are 10-3. and Double-digit wins for the fourth consecutive season. Last time that happened, the guy to my left was playing football, um, at least here in Buffalo anyway. Uh, the other thing that I think is worth mentioning here, Steve, before we get to some of the comments from you, the fans, on the tweet sheet about your biggest takeaways from Sunday's victory, the Bills not only have the best record in the conference, Steve, They have the highest strength of victory, and they have the highest strength of schedule. Not just in the conference, but in the league, Steve. Mm -hmm. In the entire league, there is no team with the highest strength of victory and the highest strength of schedule. The Bills have both of those things, and they have the best record in the AFC. And they were injured. So, I just it, think
1: it's it, worth mentioning. Yeah. Did you say that injured? Did you add that? I didn't there? add that. Yeah. You did. And they were injured. Um, very injured. They lost a Hall of Fame pass rusher and a Pro Bowl safety for the season. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, don't worry about the style points. Uh, they're still the team to beat. Uh, I think they're a well-rounded crew. They found ways to win a ton. They, I mean, <laughs> the narrative that... They couldn't win close games. Yeah, okay, that that's idiotic now too. I mean, you'll, yeah, they. they, they
2: <laughs> I think the only so. argument. I think the only argument you could make about yesterday's performance was that the offense maybe made life a little bit more difficult on themselves and their defense than they needed to, and that's due to execution issues primarily. And they said as much after the game. Dawson Knox was getting peppered with questions. Hey, are you concerned about this? Are you concerned about that? And Dawson said, look, there are things that need to be a point of emphasis going forward that we have to address, but they're not concerns like, oh, my God, we can't do this. It's just things that they'll watch the film, they'll say, "Here here are the things that cropped up in this game against the Jets that could have been better, let's work on making those things better in practice this week, and hopefully we have an airtight performance against the Dolphins on Saturday. Right. That's how they. Uh, the sense I got from every player and even Coach McDermott after the game yesterday was look, we know it wasn't our, wasn't an airtight performance by any means. It's a division opponent. They know us. We know them. Everything wasn't perfect. It's hard to play a perfect game in the NFL. We'll make those things that came up and posed problems at times a point of emphasis. Hopefully we address them in the span of this practice week and we
1: look a hell of a lot better this week. Right. They're, listen, they, there's always, nothing's ever going to be perfect because you're playing against a bunch of really good players. Josh, I was telling you in the break, Josh became the first quarterback in history to have three seasons with 25-plus passing touchdowns and six rushing touchdowns. That, historic stuff. He broke a tie with Steve Young and Lamar Jackson to do that. He's the only player who's ever done it. Um, certainly, this team offensively goes a lot like Josh Allen goes. If he stinks, they're going to stink. They're 10-3. and three. And I'll, and I'll give you an example. They should be eleven and two, and they couldn't execute a quarterback sneak because they're sent on a play where their center's got a bad wing, and they couldn't get the snap thing. And it, not only did they not execute it, it went catastrophically wrong. All they had to do was do a quarterback sneak for no gain, and they're eleven and two right now. Yeah. And this and I and here's the thing that shouldn't change the conversation at all, but it does. If they are eleven and two right now, what are people going to be saying? They're really tough to beat, and that's that's something that you got to remember. They are the team to beat, and they're very difficult to beat. They've had the roughest road to this point of any team in the league. They played the hardest schedule in the league. They played four home games. More injured than anybody. They played. They've had one or two. They've had two Sunday one o'clocks at home. Or is it five now? I think it's five now. They had one. Uh, let's see, one against Pittsburgh, Tennessee. One against Minnesota. Green they didn't Bay, get that's Minnesota, it. Minnesota. It's five. No, it's five. No, 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 no. Green yeah. Bay it was Green Bay was eight twenty at night. Oh, I'm not talking about one o'clock. So I was just talking about. they I mean, one, two, three, four, five.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, Sunday at one o'clock. They've had like two of those. They've had, they had a couple of primetime games, certainly at home games and all that's cool and they got one this week. Saturday Sunday at one o'clock games are a rarity for this club because everybody wants to see them. there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. yeah so I don't know I get it 20 to 12, not a real sexy score. Yeah spare me the style points. We said we would tell you a little bit more about
2: the conference race. so here goes with that. obviously you know that Buffalo sits atop the conference at 10 and three. After winning yesterday, they have the tiebreaker edge over Kansas City who also won. They beat Denver yesterday. They're also 10 and 3, but Buffalo beat them in the head-to-head this year. Baltimore won. They're 9 and 4. They're the 3rd seed. Tennessee lost again, 7 and 6. Didn't look like the players felt too good about their general manager getting fired. They got trucked by the Jaguars yesterday. Game
1: didn't sell out in Tennessee either. They're a game, team with a 3-game lead in the division coming home to play and nobody wanted to see him after they fired a general manager who's won four straight division titles yep. and has a 3-game lead again and they fired him. So the fans are like going, well, "What are you doing?"
2: Yeah. Cincinnati won again. They're now 9 and 4. I believe they've won 7 of their last 8 games. I believe that's correct, but they suffered some critical injuries. T. Higgins with a hamstring injury. Tyler Boyd, their slot receiver, also went out with an injury. Going to be very interesting. And they lost their pass rusher to a wrist injury, <coughs> Hendrickson. So it's going to be very interesting to see who Cincinnati can put on the field this coming week. But they beat Cleveland, so they're 9-4. and four. Miami loses a second straight game at the Chargers last night. They're now 8-5. and five. They're the sixth seed. With the Chargers' victory, they knock the Jets out of the playoff picture. They leapfrog the Jets, seven and six record, by virtue of their superior conference record at five and four. Jets have a conference record of five and five, so they're now in the eighth spot. And it gets even better: the Jets can be <laughs> leapfrogged tonight if the Patriots beat the Cardinals on the road, because that would improve the Patriots to seven and six. They swept the Jets this year and head to head. So if they win tonight over Arizona, they would leapfrog the Jets and be the eighth seed going into week 15. How about them, Apples? Mm hmm. That's. And in a weird, wacky way, (sighs) Jacksonville could be in the hunt for a playoff spot at
1: five and eight. Well, in the hunt and having a chance. And having it be likely chances two different things. Well, well there's a, uh, yeah, I get it, but there, <clears throat> we knew it was coming. Coming into the season, it was going to be a really difficult conference, particularly in contrast to the NFC, where you've got where you've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six and seven at the top of their division. You got two teams at seven five and one Washington and the Giants uh, in the playoff hunt. Seattle's not there because they're seven and six instead of seven five and one. Ties matter. So you, I mean, there's a ton of teams that are just, you know, hanging on. Philly is obviously the class of the conference. They they clinched a playoff spot yesterday, winning their twelfth game. They're twelve and one. Um, yeah, they're not going anywhere.
2: Yeah, they're scoring points at a big clip. Giants are sliding down the playoff seeds in the NFC think they've now lost three of their last four and uh they're in the seventh spot right now with the possibility of sliding completely out of the playoffs Detroit is on the come they are like screaming down the pike here and here's <laughs> you want that's a team that nobody wants to play right now guess who has them this week the Jets granted it's at MetLife Stadium but that Lions team is a good group yeah. and they got a strong offensive line that might be able to handle at least some of the time the yeah. Jets defensive front especially if they're without Quinn and Williams. It's
1: interesting. Week. You get this this thing about the direction of these teams. Seattle is kind of sliding, Detroit is climbing. New York Giants, they're sliding. They've they haven't won a game in a month. They have a loss to the Lions, a loss to the Cowboys, they tied the Commanders and they lost to the Eagles. Yeah. And now they've got the commanders again. The commanders tie the Giants, go on a bye, come back, play the Giants. Woo. Weirdo.
2: It, well, yeah, another quirk in the schedule.
1: We but see there it, you me. go. I mean so it's it's the Giants, it's it's interesting. You get this it's just what you say. you think they're some of these teams are like, wow. The Giants were seven mm. and two three weeks ago or four weeks ago. Yeah. And now they're yeah. So then and you got, you know, Jacksonville starting to climb. Seattle is going sideways. Even Carolina's playing better football. Yeah. Yeah. They beat exactly. Seattle yesterday. Exactly. exactly, With and- Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Dur- <laughs> <laughs> Insert exclamation point here. Exclamation what? point
2: is right. <laughs> well, maybe a question mark and an exclamation point. Yeah. Uh, we have to take a break here, but we're going to take your phone calls next. So Mark and Orchard Park, Kyle and Denver hang tight. We'll get to you when we return here on One Bills
0: Live. Stay tuned.